Hey guys, welcome to the Indie Game Development Podcast, where we tackle the challenges of indie game development head-on from the technical to the emotional, and talk about the secrets to conquering self-doubt on your journey to crafting games that people will love. Subscribe so you never miss another episode, and if you haven't already, give us a rating and review so that this podcast gets shared with more people. We'd really, really appreciate it. Ready? Let's go. Game development is hard. (laughs) This is not something that is disputed by anyone. You'll hear developers talking about how hard it is all the time. I see it everywhere online. Both technically and emotionally, it's hard. That's what we're talking about here. And I just want to be real with you guys and have a conversation about why is game development so hard? Why is it so hard? Even though we all have our own individual goals and projects that we're working on, We're all fighting the same battles, and my goal with this episode is to just validate you and hopefully put a positive light on some of the more difficult aspects of game dev. So first thing, it takes a huge emotional toll on you. If you're like me, you sink your blood, sweat, and tears into your game. When you're not working on it, you're thinking about working on it. When you're in the shower, you're trying to solve problems or figure out how to fix bugs. It's literally always at the top of your mind. Working on your game has become such a huge part of your daily life that your emotions are attached to the game as well. And I've talked about this before, but a large part of your identity is wrapped up in the project that you're working on. If you're anything like me, you want to make the best game that you possibly can, right? But right now, your identity is attached to this, let's call it what it is, this buggy, half-finished, kind of unpolished piece of crap. That's just what unfinished games feel like, and somehow you're supposed to go through your day feeling good about yourself and your work when you've been working on your project for like months or even years in some cases, and still, it's barely even in a playable state. Every human on this planet wants to feel significant and like they'll leave some sort of mark and that you're great at something. That's what we all crave. Now, if you can relate to this, then your game for you is essentially your legacy. And that is a lot of pressure to put on a project. As a game developer, you will have aspects of your game all worked out in your head. Getting those visions from your mind, though, and turning them into something concrete that someone can actually take a controller and play, that's another matter entirely. And on top of that, it's also human nature to compare ourselves and our work to other people and their work. This is really hard to avoid. And it never leads anywhere good. It's always going to make you feel like crap when you do this. As a game developer, you should be playing other games on a pretty consistent basis to keep your creative juices flowing. But the flip side of this is some part of you is going to be playing those finished and polished games and comparing them to your own unfinished and unpolished project. And, you know, unless your project is really close to being published, then comparing them, it really doesn't make any sense if you think about it. The game that you're playing, the one that's not yours, that's already on a system, it's already published, it likely had multiple polish passes, it already went through bug fixing and patches were created and all sorts of work went into it to get it in its finished state. And your game probably hasn't hit those benchmarks yet. So when you're playing other games, you want to play them to get inspired, not to feel intimidated, which that can happen. So I would just suggest try your very best to get inspired without letting yourself compare those games to your own. You want to soak up the creativity, but not feel like crap when you walk away. Another reason game development is so hard is because there's just so much to learn. 
And I don't really believe that there ever comes a point as a game developer where you just know everything. You know how to animate perfectly and code a really robust crafting system and create a shader for that one specific laser beam and make the perfect particle system for that spell and design a really smart AI for your enemies. Whatever, there's a million examples. They all take experimentation and iteration. It's never just gonna be perfect on your first try. And when I watch CodeMonkey and Jason Weinman, two Unity developers with like a lot of experience, right? They really know what they're doing and they make some of the best Unity tutorials out there. But when I watch guys like that, I'm tempted, <laughs> based on when I'm watching their stuff, I'm tempted to believe that they literally know how to do everything from memory. And like, it's, it, you know, look at the YouTube videos that they've made. They have a tutorial for virtually anything that you can possibly think of. They've been doing this for years. They have hundreds of videos. And yet I specifically remember CodeMonkey at one point talking about how much prep time goes into his tutorial videos and how much research he does and how even the most advanced and experienced developers still need to Google things, still need to research things and look things up. I really appreciated when he shared that because it made me feel a whole lot better about when I have to look things up. So the simple fact is game dev is just hard because of how much there is to learn. And because of how much there is to learn, you're going to feel like you're just a crappy beginner for a really long time, a really long time when you don't know what you're doing. And it's, it's hard to feel like that. This is an interesting one. Another reason why game dev is so hard is because a lot of the time you're always feeling like you were doing it wrong. And I find the internet to be a dangerous place for my self-esteem. <laughs> I can't, I'm sure I'm not alone there. That would actually make a really great bumper sticker, I'm sure. But I watch a lot of game dev content online and especially for the tutorials and more technical videos, I'll get drawn into the comments section of those videos. And I'll be reading comments from someone talking about why some you know specific programming pattern is a terrible idea and no one should ever use it and then they're going to list out like 12 paragraphs of why no one should ever code that way and despite the fact that this person is a stranger on the internet and they weren't even talking to me they're just some rando in the comments section i will walk away wondering if they were right and wonder what i don't know that makes that coding pattern so bad now all of a sudden i view this random person in the comments section as an expert and myself as the beginner, just because they needed to vent about something on the internet for reasons that may or may not be valid. I don't know if I'm crazy here or if I'm, you know, if I just have self-esteem problems or what, but this is what reading comments does to me. But that's just one little example. And with the nature of game dev being the way it is, whether you're working in the industry professionally as an employee or you're an indie making your own games, either way, you're gonna be spending a lot of time on the internet doing research. Specifically, videos, YouTube, following tutorials or watching design videos or whatever it is. And people, especially online, but people in general tend to be drawn towards negativity. It's unfortunate, it's not something I like, but that is the way that it is. And because of that, you're gonna see a lot of negativity being used to draw you towards a YouTube video. Uh, the crappy thing is that negative thumbnail, whether you watch the video or not, if it did its job well, it will stick in your mind and make you question whether you're doing something wrong or not. And you've seen thumbnails like this, right? It's like, stop doing these three things right now, or you've been using the animator wrong, 
or why you'll fail unless you do these four things. These titles, they're brilliant, by the way, because they're just clickbaity enough to make you want to watch them because they make you ask yourself questions like, what am I doing wrong? Now you have to watch the video to find out. That is the purpose of titling your video that way. And there's nothing against creators who name their videos this way. We've made videos with those types of titles as well on our YouTube channel. When you're doing that, you're using psychology to your advantage to create more popular videos with higher click-through rates. It's a smart thing to do. But the unfortunate side effect is you are constantly bombarded by all of these videos that make you ask, even if it's just subconsciously, what am I doing wrong? What do they know that I don't know? What, do, what secret do they have that I need? And if you're not aware of that, if you can't catch it in its tracks, it's going to breed self-doubt. The truth of the matter is, and I can say this because I am also a content creator, we barely fucking know what we're doing, okay? We have just as many challenges, hurdles, struggles, and hair-pulling, frustrating moments as you do. You are not alone. You are. It's far from it. Everyone has the same struggles that you do when you're making your game. Another reason why game dev is so hard is you are learning it by yourself, generally speaking. And I say generally speaking because I know that this doesn't apply to everyone, but I feel pretty confident in saying that I think most game developers or aspiring game developers are self-taught these days. And personally, I actually think being self-taught is much more effective than being taught by someone else. You can learn at an accelerated pace when you're teaching yourself because you can cater to your own learning style, but it does come with a bit of a cost. There's probably going to be some holes in your knowledge. This is definitely 100% the case with me. I'm pretty good at figuring out how to make pretty like complex things when I'm coding things, but there are some basic things that I've really struggled with. For example, making a proper player jump mechanic in a 2D game. A long time ago now, I hacked together a jump for a game jam game that I made, and for the longest time, I had been carrying that code forward, but it doesn't hold up in a lot of situations, and it really needed to be redone. And things like that, especially before I've redesigned them, it makes me feel stupid. Now, I know that I'm not stupid, but the fact of the matter is there are some holes in my programming knowledge. I didn't know how to use GitHub for a really, really long time, and it feels really weird being a programmer that doesn't know how to use GitHub. Although, I have since learned how to use it. <laughs> but feeling dumb compared to other people, that does make some aspects of development a lot more challenging, emotionally speaking. Another reason why game development is so hard is because of the huge scope that it is to make a game. I do not know any other industry on the planet as complicated as game development, where people consume that particular entertainment medium and then they're like, yep, I've decided I want to make one of those and I'm going to do it completely by myself. I don't know any other industry where people will do that. And it's completely insane if you think about it. Movies, for I, I love movies. I really love them. But that I, I don't watch a movie and go, I'm going to make one of those by myself. It seems completely insane. But for some reason with video games, this has become a thing where one person or a really small team come together to create something with literally tens of thousands of moving pieces that all need to fit together to create an experience. And this isn't natural for humans. We like immediate results because you get that dopamine that floods your brain and makes you feel really good. You don't really get a steady dopamine drip from working on a project for three, four, five years. It dries up much, much sooner than that. 
don't get me wrong, right? Okay. Because at first you absolutely will. Starting new projects is so much fun. It's this like, I've heard people call it the infatuation stage of game development, but there comes a point where that excitement kind of starts to wear off and you get to this point where you kind of have to force yourself to work on it even when you don't really want to. This is why I like focusing on my daily habits rather than my overall goal of making a video game. Obviously, that is my goal, but I try not to think more than just a few steps ahead of where I am at all times because honestly, it's too mentally taxing. It's emotionally difficult. It's overwhelming. It's too hard to look out further than that. The last reason why game development is so hard is because you are battling your own subconscious. And let me tell you what I mean. If you are a human being and you want to create some sort of artistic or creative thing, whatever it is, you are going to experience resistance towards wanting to work on that thing. Something deep inside of you does not want you to create this thing, and it, it's going to show up in, in various ways. It can show up as laziness or frustration or procrastination, anything like that. And this is because deep down, you don't want your art to be judged. Being judged is a huge fear that we all have. It runs really, really deep because of how people evolved. Back in tribal days, you needed to fit in with the rest of the tribe because being on your own back then literally meant death. You needed other people to survive. And that's kind of carried forward throughout our evolution as this massive fear of judgment for people today. But it's not working in your favor today. It's just you wanting to fit in and avoid criticism. This sounds really weird and counterintuitive, right? Because obviously on the surface, you want to finish your game. That's why it's your goal in the first place. Everybody becomes a game developer because it seems fun. It's something that we want to do. But your subconscious mind wants to protect you from judgment. And so it will find ways to keep you from working on your game, like procrastination. I honestly do not know if that shit ever stops. I just know that in order to be the kick-ass game dev that I want to be, I have to battle technical challenges like programming, emotional challenges like feeling like my game isn't good enough, and subconscious challenges that want to protect me from being judged. Maybe you can relate to this, maybe not, I don't know, but if you do, keep going, you've got this. If you love this episode and you haven't already left a rating and review, please consider doing that now because it really helps the podcast grow and reach more awesome people like yourself. Thanks so much. Bye.